Well, hey there, this is Noah Heron, and I am so pumped that you are back listening to the All Our Ways podcast. This is where all our ways come together for the glory of God, different generations, different perspectives for the same Jesus. Today, we are looking at the season of singleness. Okay, I am so pumped. If you're single, get ready. This is for you. If you aren't single, I still think it's for you. At the very least, you could be my amen corner. I'm so pumped to dive into this episode. As I said on the trailer, this is going to be a podcast with all different types of episodes. Some of them are going to be interviews. Some of them are going to be monologues. Some of them are going to be conversations. And today we have one on singleness. But before we jump into it, I want to give a huge shout out to our podcast sponsor, the Jesus Loves You Company. Go check them out on Instagram at Jesus Loves You Co. They are amazing, amazing people with an even more amazing message, and that is simply Jesus Loves You. They make um, apparel, merchandise, clothing that starts conversations about the love of Jesus, and I don't have any other thing that I like to talk about more than that love, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy their stuff. It is dope. Go check them out. Use the code ALLOURWAYS at checkout for a discount, and uh, go be blessed and look good doing it. Okay, without further ado, we're jumping into singleness. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I hope that you are ready for some time that is going to be fruitful. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I just hope you're ready to rock and roll. Is that even cool? I don't think people are saying that anymore. Um, I'm excited to talk to you straight from the heart today. I have no notes, no guest. It is me and you in your car, in your AirPods, in your house, wherever you're listening. I want to talk to you about singleness. I want to talk to my single ladies, my single dudes, okay? All the single ladies, put your hands up. Put your hands up. Shout out to Beyonce. Um, I, I remember that season, right? It, it's a season. First of all, we need to remember it is a season of singleness, not a sickness called singleness, okay? Uh, some people live like singleness is a sickness, and that's got to stop. First and foremost, it is a season, and it can be a beautiful one at that. And I really do believe God wants it to be a beautiful one in your life. It's important to understand that singleness can be fruitful, that it can be awesome, it can be enjoyed, it can be a time in your life that you look back and you are thankful for. So let's look at it like that, okay? Um, for me, when I was single, part of my time, it was really one of my biggest struggles. Maybe you're listening and it's one of your biggest struggles too. Uh, a few things that you can ask yourself to decide if you're looking at singleness as a struggle is, do you think more about singleness than you do your savior? Right? That's, whew, okay, we're just shots fired right away. Noah, why don't you just take it easy? Do you find yourself constantly feeling like something is missing, like someone is missing? Maybe every time 
a new person shows up to church that's halfway good looking. You start texting your girls or your bros and you're like, I found the one and you don't even know them, but but you're just, you're looking on the Instagram Explore page. You're trying to find your TikTok version of Justin Bieber, right? I, I don't know. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to those of you who are single looking for a way out. One of my favorite things to talk about is food. Okay, I love food. I love specifically food that's bad for you. I love milkshakes. I love Chick-fil-A. Okay, I love chicken minis. I love all of these things. Praise God for chicken minis. Come on, somebody. Some of you just gave me an amen. It's the only amen you're going to give me this entire podcast. I'm okay with that. I love those things. And so uh, to talk about singleness, I'm going to bring food into the conversation because that is my love language. Okay, follow me here. So my wife Maddie and I, um, we've been married almost for a year now. And one of the responsibilities that has started to become mine is grocery shopping. When we first got married, I would have hated this responsibility. But recently, I've discovered that I actually love grocery shopping because I am a bougie person. If you don't know the definition of the word bougie, let me give you the street version. It basically means you love the finer things in life. You're a little bit extra, okay? You uh, choose the route that is a little bit dramatic. It's a little bit more money typically. It's a little bit more extravagant. You go and you get the frou-frou drink at Starbucks. You don't even think twice about the black coffee. Why? Because you are bougie. Okay, you're with me. Because I'm bougie, going grocery shopping allows me to spend extra on the type of creamer that I like, okay? It allows me to upgrade from the Walmart version of ice cream to the Bluebell version of ice cream. Shout out to Bluebell Ice Cream. This is not a paid sponsorship by Bluebell, but if you want to pay me with some ice cream, I would take it. Okay, so... I've noticed that there are two ways to grocery shop. The first way is the way that I used to grocery shop. I would go work out, and then because of our grocery store being right next to our gym, I would go grocery shopping after I worked out. Now, this might not sound like a a huge detail or something that's very important, but I promise you this was huge because after working out, your boy would be hungry. Your boy would be very, very hungry. I would walk in to our Publix and I would walk around and I would be grabbing things off the shelf that we did not even need, right? Like my wife would have given me a list of six or seven things and I'd be walking around grabbing things off the shelf that were not on her list, things that I did not need to eat, okay? I could go without two things of ice cream, I promise you. And I would get home with bags and bags of groceries, spending way more money than we needed to. Why? Because I was hungry, because everything on the shelves looked good for me. Can I just say that this is exactly how so many of us in our singleness are looking for our spouses. We're going through life so hungry for affirmation that the first person that gives it to us, we decide to put in our cart and take home. This is not how God intended us to live our single life. This is not how he intended us to look for our future spouse. If you are craving affirmation, 
the first person that will give it to you, you will gladly accept it. If your affirmation isn't first coming from Jesus, you'll take it from anybody else. We can't confuse affirmation with love. You won't crave affirmation from everybody else if you first receive it from Jesus. Okay, so I want to encourage you if you're listening right now. In your, if you're single and you're listening right now, I want you to stop. I want you to think about it. Are you looking for affirmation? Because if you are, it is never going to fulfill you if it doesn't first come from Jesus. The affirmation from your heavenly father will far greater fulfill you than any other type of affirmation that you can get. Okay, back to the grocery store for a second. Because another key thing that I've learned at the grocery store is that if I go in with a list, I will come out pleasing my wife much better than if I don't. If I don't go in with a list, chances are I'm going to forget things. I'm not going to come back with all the spices that she wants. I'm not going to come back with the dill pickles that she eats all the time. Okay. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I guess, I guess it's my wife. She, she just, she loves dill pickles. You know, I like pickles too, but I just never thought that I'd marry someone who eats two a day. That's besides the point. I love you, Maddie. I'm glad that you like dill pickles. My point is this. When you're single, you should be thinking about what you want in your future spouse. You shouldn't just be thinking about it. I would actually encourage you to make a list of qualities that you're looking for in a future husband or wife. Now, I'm not saying that if you meet someone who is different than your list, that God can't bring them into your life. Absolutely. But I think it gets really dangerous when we blindly are looking for a future spouse and we don't have expectations or standards that we are praying that they meet or expecting them to meet. I made a list when I was really serious about my singleness and my future relationships of things that I got directly from the Bible. If you don't make a list, chances are you will follow feelings in your future relationships and not follow standards of the Bible. Here's the dangerous thing about that. The devil can hijack your feelings. He just, he can. He can use feelings to get to you in ways that you won't expect. He can use feelings to get you in a relationship that is toxic. But what the devil cannot do is he cannot change the word of God. He cannot change God's standard for our lives. So the best thing that you can do right now is to use the word of God to make a list of things that you are looking for in your future spouse. And guess what? When someone does walk into your life that starts giving you affirmation, starts giving you attention, you can cross-reference and say, does this person exemplify the things on my list that I've been talking to God about? Chances are, if you've had an ongoing conversation with Jesus about your future spouse, you'll be able to identify them way before you think you might. This is huge. Make a list. Make sure that you are not hungry before you go shopping. Okay, here's another thing that we cannot confuse love for. All right, we talked about you can't confuse affirmation for love. All right, when you're single, we're talking about talking to my single people right here. Another thing we can't confuse love for is lust. 
there is a huge, say it with me now, huge, there's a huge difference between lust and love. Lust says, what can you do for me? Love says, what can I do for you? Lust says, satisfy me. Love says, how can I serve you? Lust says, I want you. Love says, I want what's best for you. Am I in lust or am I in love? Okay, let's just be real. It's really easy to feel like you are falling in love when they look like an Instagram model. Okay, it's really easy. But I promise you, I'm trying to save you some help trying to save you some trouble right now. You need to stop and you need to ask yourself the question, do I love them or do I lust after them? Because if you get in a relationship prematurely based off of lust and not love, it is going to blow up. They are going to ask you to do things. You are going to be tempted to do things that go against the standard of God's word that we've talked about. Maybe you're in a relationship right now and you're going, I wonder if I'm in lust and not love. Here's something that you need to remember. A man of God will never ask you to be a woman of compromise. I'm going to say that again the other way. A woman of God will never ask you to be a man of compromise. Okay, there's a standard that God has set for us as Jesus followers. And we do not want to compromise that standard, that potential for a great, godly, loving future relationship for one that is built off of lust. Okay, a relationship built on lust is a sinking relationship. It is built of sand and it will be blown away. I'm trying to save you some heartache. I promise you I have been there. Okay, So now let's talk about singleness. Let's talk about what you can do, not just when you're looking for a future spouse, but what you can do to enjoy the season of singleness. Right off the bat, what you need to realize is that a relationship with a person this is so easy for me to say as a married person. I get it. You're probably you're probably going, you're about to go, Noah, it's so easy for you to say you're married, you found a great wife. I promise you, this is why I can say this because I did find a great wife. A relationship with a person will not fulfill you like a relationship with your savior, okay? I promise you, I know this. I have an amazing wife. She's smoking hot. She loves Jesus, okay? She's a great mom to our dog. She is a good cook. Getting better. She's a, she's a, a, the, she's the whole package, okay? She is the whole package. But guess what? She does not fulfill me like Jesus does. She doesn't. And she would say the same thing about me. I don't fulfill her like Jesus does, So why are we chasing those relationships more than we are the relationship with Jesus? Our future relationships in marriage are supposed to help us run the race of pursuing Jesus better. That's it. That's what they're for. They're for we're to enjoy those relationships, but the ultimate goal is that they will sharpen us, that they will encourage us in our relationship with Jesus. Guess what? You're single right now. You don't have to wait to pursue that relationship with Jesus. You have access to it right now. What if we chased Jesus as hard as we chase a ring on our finger? 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Read in my mail. What if we chased Jesus as hard as we chase a relationship with another person? I promise you, you would see crazy things happen in your life. Fulfillment does not start with getting a relationship with another person. It doesn't start with getting what you want. It starts with wanting what God wants. And you know what he wants more than anything else? He wants a relationship with you. He wants you to wake up and be so excited to spend the day with him that it is the first thing on your mind. So do it. Use this extra time that you have right now as a single person to truly build a relationship with Jesus that is so strong, that is so firm, that your future spouse has to run after Jesus to find you. I promise you, it will set up your future marriage for success. It will be something that your future spouse is so, so thankful for. In the same way, don't forget about your relationships with friends. At no other time in your life will you have this much time to spend with friends. Maddie and I, we have great friendships. We have great relationships outside of our marriage. But if we're honest, we don't get to spend the same amount of time that we used to with friends. And and we're happy about that. But guess what? You have a chance to spend time with friends and build strong relationships heading into your marriage to sharpen one another. You don't have to be, oh, woe is me. I'm single. I don't know where my man is. I don't know where my boo is. No, 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 no. Go hang out with friends. Go have fun. Go make a list of stuff you want to do before you get married and do it. It's exciting. It should be fun. It should be one of the greatest seasons of your life. Singleness is not a sickness. It's a season, and it can be a great one with your friends, with your family, and most importantly, with your Savior. Go make it count. All right, guys. See you next week.